Hello, this is Catherine, as I know I need to stop talking. Hello, my lovelies, how are we doing? Oh, it's cold, isn't it? It's very cold. But it's quite nice that it's cold because it was very warm for a long period of time, although it was not nice at football yesterday morning at all. More on which shortly. But yes, I hope you've had an all right week. If nothing else, we did it. Yay us, we made it through the first week of January. Hooray, hooray for us. I am compounding January's... Compounding? That's not a word, is it? I'm compounding? Is it compounding? Compounding? Oh, goodness me, it's been a long year already. I am either compounding or compounding, compounding, uh, January by choosing of my own volition I do this every year to do dry January people ask me why do you do dry January every year and I'm going to be really honest with you it's basically so that I can feel smug for the rest of the year and in fact smug during dry January because there's very little other joy to be had typically in January other than being able to feel smug about the fact that you're not drinking alcohol in January so yeah I'm doing I'm doing dry January as I say I do it every every year so it's kind of force of habit, really. I have to say, since I first started it doing it, probably a number of years ago now, I, I had kind of thought that at some point, the choice and options of non-alcoholic drinks out there might improve so that there were options, particularly if you went out, which didn't taste about as sickly sweet as pink cowpaw. I think it's all right if you like sweet stuff and sweet drinks. Like, Mr. I know I need to stop talking. He loves a sweet drink. He's never happier than when he's sucking from a nice glass of Asti Spumante, which is, if you've never had Asti Spumante, it's an experience. And I'm just going to leave it at that. And if you like Asti Spumante, then all power to you, you weirdos. Um, but yeah, if you like sweet drinks, then I imagine it's it's kind of all really well and good and everything if, if you're doing dry January and there's lots of nice things. But everything is is very very sweet is what I find so and I don't like water and I know everybody who says to me how can you not like water it tastes of nothing but it doesn't it doesn't I dispute that statement entirely water does not taste of nothing because I, I make myself drink it because I know it's very good for me so I do come downstairs in the morning and have a glass of water and we're very lucky we have a filter tap so it's nice filtered water and I still don't like it it tastes of a taste and I can't tell you what that taste is other than it's a taste that I do not like and I've tried water from other taps and the result's the same. However, I know it's very good to me. So yeah, that's me. I'm terribly, terribly virtuous during dry January. I'm a bit for mama because not only can I not obviously drink alcohol because that's the point of dry January, can't even eat my Christmas cake. I made, I think I said on previous podcast, I made my Christmas cake. I've made Christmas cake the last two years just to basically make myself feel like a domestic fucking goddess. And I don't know whether I'm reading the instructions long or whether I'm just a naturally over-enthusiastic kind of person. But it tells you to keep feeding your Christmas cake with, with alcohol, with brandy. And I'm sure I followed the instructions to the letter during the month of December to feed my cake. But certainly last year when we cut it, fucking hell. I mean, I had to like, Beth had like a tiny slice and went, oh, I feel a bit funny. And I was like, I had a taste. I was like, my God, that's like, it's like a shot in cake form. So yeah, don't, don't light any naked flames around my, around my Christmas cake is, is my advice. Although to be fair, while I'm saying I can't drink that during dry January and I definitely can't, that amount of alcohol in, there's no chance it's going to be going off any time soon. So we made it through the first week back in January and we made it through the first week back at school as well, which is also something to be celebrated. Although it was a, it was, well, obviously it was a short week for everybody, wasn't it? Because we had the bank holiday on the Monday and then Beth went back on the Tuesday. But Jamie, obviously secondary schools are doing very sensibly lateral flow testing for students before they get back. So Jamie had his on the Wednesday. So he didn't go back in until late Wednesday afternoon. I mean, it did cause... <laughs> God love Jamie and his little happy Jamie world of his own did cause mass confusion when Beth said, we were in the car, Beth said, so when's Jamie going back to school? And I said, well, not till not till Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, because he's got to have his test. Jamie, what test? What test? I 
I haven't studied. What test? What test? I was like, all right, mate, calm down. It's a lateral flow test. I think even you can manage to pass your lateral flow test or, or, or maybe not. I mean, for any, any listeners who don't remember the, the infamous story of last fucking year when obviously kids are being asked regularly to take lateral flow tests and there was a new site that we had to register them on with the school. And usually Jamie's a bit rubbish about doing these things, but he was like, no, mum, it's all good. I've done it and, I, and I've registered and I've done my test. And I was like, have you? And he's like, yeah, I've, I've done it. I've set it all up. I went upstairs and looked at his computer screen and to my horror saw that he'd logged himself as testing positive. I said, Jamie, what, 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 have you submitted this? Yeah, he said, I submitted. I said, like, oh, fucking hell, what? you're not positive, you're negative. He said, well, it's very confusing. I said, it's not confusing. You're either positive or you're negative. He said, well, I was positive. I was negative. Fuck my fucking life. Then I got the school phoning me. We hear Jamie's positive for COVID. No, he's not positive for COVID. He's positive for being a fucking moron who can't understand tests. Oh, God love him. So yeah, mass confusion over, over testing. And don't get me started on his blazer. Oh my God, his blazer. So Jamie's blazer reached a tragic end, sort of probably middle of, of last half term, where... I don't even know what boys do with their school uniform and nor do I particularly want to, but suffice to say that the entire arm of his blazer effectively became detached from the rest of the blazer. Now, I'm pretty laissez-faire in terms of, you know, school uniform, it's got a bit of a hold and it's expensive wear it anyway, but even I had reached a point where I was going, it's probably not sustainable. So, and in fact, my mum came down to look after the kids and, and very valiantly sewed the arm of the blazer back onto the blazer and all of us were too scared to tell her that the very next day Jamie went to school and the arm came back off again so I I bit the bullet and I ordered him a new blazer and it arrived and it was ridiculously fucking expensive as everybody knows all school uniform is and I said okay well I've got, it's massive but it's fine it's got to last you through till year 11 now you know you're done you this is your blazer anyway first day back running out the house usual usual chaos at school and Jamie's school have got a, a kind of like a system whereby you can uh, I as a parent can log in and I can see any behaviour points that he's getting and to my horror I saw that first thing on the Thursday morning he got a behaviour point for uniform the school's quite strict on uniform understandably so and I was like I just watched him leave his house he's wearing all of his uniform anyway I went to pick him up I said so Jamie uniform uniform point and he looked about as guilty as it's possible to look. And I said, what did you get your uniform mark for? He said, ah, and I said, Jamie. And he said, well, and I said, what? And he said, you know my blazer? And I said, yes, what, the new blazer? The new blazer that cost me vast amounts of money. Yes, Jamie, I do know that blazer. Well, he said, I didn't exactly take it into school today. And I said, when you did say didn't exactly take it to school today, what do you mean by that, Jamie? It's still in my bedroom. Good, excellent, marvellous. Very glad that I've bankrupted myself buying you a brand new fucking blazer that you're not even fucking taking to school and getting uniform points for. Fuck my fucking life. But yes, we did successfully get everybody back to school. And then yesterday, football restarted on what was probably the most inhospitable day for a football match ever. Now, the place where Beth plays her home matches on a Saturday is in a location which is unbelievably windy even on the most inclement of days and yesterday was certainly not one of those days oh my god it was like i imagine playing a football match at the top of mount everest would be it was like the wind was blowing in your face the rain was driving there was mud up to your ankles um and of course all the kids loved it and had an absolute well of a time whilst parents were stood on the sidelines like clutching my umbrella going when will this end when will this end but i do think i do think there's hope on the horizon when it comes to, to football spectating because i can't remember if i said but my gift to mr i know i need to stop talking for christmas was you can get these chairs like you know like 
pull up pull up chairs no there's pull ups of pants that you wear instead of nappies i don't think i mean pull up chairs at all pull down chairs push down chairs fucking hell chairs that collapse and go in a bag i don't know what they're called garden chairs anyway you get those chairs and while i, I prefer to stand and watch football mr i know i need to stop talking likes to likes to sit down in his chair so i bought him a chair for christmas absolutely with the forest means in mind thinking i might be able to borrow this which has a little battery pack that goes with it and the fucking chair heats up it's like a heated seat so I think probably next match, I think my rookie error was leaving him in bed. What I should have done is said, why don't you come along and bring your chair along and then just got out of the car really quickly and got into the chair because possession's nine-tenths of the law, right? So then it would be mine. So yeah, I may need to consider borrowing borrowing a chair to keep my buttocks warm in, in future because fucking hell, I was absolutely freezing my tits off. But then we celebrated last night, having got through the first week back. So myself and Jamie and Beth, Mr. I know I need to stop talking, perhaps wisely stayed at home because he knows what I'm like in this kind of scenario. And we went to watch West Side Story at the cinema. And I don't know if you've seen West Side Story yet. Obviously, there's the original film version. It's been done as a stage musical many times over the years. It's one of my favourite musicals ever. I I mean, it's so fucking tragic and bleak, clearly, because it's based on Romeo and Juliet, which is hardly a barrel of laughs. But we went to see it last night at the cinema. And my kids are really good. I mean, they will sit through pretty much everything. They're happy to watch most things. We we got into the cinema. It was hilarious. I think I was probably a good 30 years younger than anybody else in the cinema. And then you had the two kids. But they were absolutely good as gold. And if you haven't seen it, Goga is an absolute phenomenon of a film. I mean, I can see why Mr. I Know I Need to Stop Talking chose to stay at home. Because, I mean, I cry very easily anyway. I love a good cry. I particularly cry at musicals and when you've got a musical like West Side Story, I mean, there is no hope. I was practically like wringing my face mask out. Well, I'd started crying. I kid you not, I started crying. You know, they put that, um, they, they're like the film certification screen up, which says what cert- certificate it is. Um, yeah, I started, <laughs> I started crying when that came up. Jamie's sitting next to me, you can see him like going, oh my God, I'm going to pretend that I'm not, not with her. But oh, oh my goodness, it was just brilliant. I absolutely sobbed my heart out got to the end and like the credits rolled and i've never before seen a whole cinema audience just sit still and not move i mean it was just it's a remarkable remarkable piece of filmmaking it absolutely deserves all of the oscars the cast are stunning the actors playing riff and anita in particular are, are amazing but everybody is it's fantastic the cinematography is beautiful the costume department have worked their asses off oh it's, it's just a joy it's just a joy i said then we finished and i said to the kids i was like so what did you think and jamie's like oh it's amazing and bear in mind you know he's a 14 year old boy probably he's not necessarily the target audience he's like so good he said i actually wanted to he said at the end he said i really was struggling not to cry he said i didn't want to cry because i thought you might think i was a weirdo and i was like as he said this he's like looking at me i've got mascara and eyeliner practically running down my neck i've cried so much i'm like probably you wouldn't be the one coming across as weird jamie you think you'd be okay he was like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna take my girlfriend next weekend we're gonna go go again i was like so proud i said to beth did you like it beth said it was all right beth's not a big fan of musicals um i said okay i said but you didn't fall asleep and again long-term blog readers will know that when beth was younger I, you know i take my kids to the theater a lot because myself and mr i know i need to stop talking both have an acting past so they take them to the theater a lot and beth has slept through every fucking thing imaginable the most memorably of which was when she was about maybe seven we took the kids as a massive treat we took them to see the lion king in london and usually because i'm quite tight usually when we go and see something in london i will like find the cheapest tickets in that theater and you can be sure we will have the cheapest tickets in there and often they're, they're very good seats 
But because it was like birthday present, I'd gone, I properly paid a lot of money because it's very expensive to go to the theatre, certainly in London or, or most places. So I paid a lot of money. We were bang dead centre dress circle. I was like, right, this is a massive, massive treat. We got no more than 20 minutes into The Lion King. And Beth, who was sitting next to me, sort of tapped me on the shoulder and I said, shh, you know, watching theatre, what's the matter? She said, I'm going to have a sleep. She said, I'm very tired. Can you pause it? No, sweetheart. No, I can't pause live theatre that I've paid a fucking fortune. So Beth slept through The Lion King, as indeed she has slept through most other theatrical performances. She loves her sleep. Anyway, she'd stayed awake during West Side Story. So I was like doing this as, oh my goodness, this is proper high praise. Beth, you've stayed awake. She said, yeah, I thought I'd better because I didn't want to get into trouble in case like the ticket had cost you lots of money. I said, oh, well, it's really good. I said, did you enjoy it? And she sort of gave a bit of a shrug of her shoulders. And I said, well, tell you what, I said, what was your best bit? She said, can I pick any bit? I said, yeah, any bit. Which was your best bit? She said, I really liked it at the start when I could go and get some pick and mix sweets. Excellent, good. Uh, appreciation of fine art. We love to see. And then in a glorious, <laughs> glorious misunderstanding, Jamie and I are like dissecting the film in the car on the way home going, oh yeah, I love, you know, love this. This is really good. Wasn't it amazing? You know, the rivalry between the jets and the sharks and stuff. And <laughs> Beth suddenly pipes up, why are you talking about sharks? I didn't see any sharks in that movie. But um, tish. Oh god, it was a it was a job. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen it, go 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 go. And maybe you managed to cry slightly less than me. Honestly, I felt exhausted. I got into bed last night. I was like, oh god, just cried an awful lot. It's very it's a very emotional emotional roller coaster. And I wrote a post this morning, and and I'm still now. I've been blogging for god how long? Years and years and years. I can still never call the stuff that takes off. Um, and it was my little post for anybody who's read it about um a clearly hypothetical product review of the model teenager and it's just gone mental which is a delight and it's lovely to have people enjoy my writing and I love the idea that stuff that I write makes people smile but I also hope you all know how much your brilliant comments back make me smile and I really do try and write read as many of them as I possibly can so yeah that gave me gave me gave me great joy also gave me great joy then bringing down my phone and giving it to Jamie and saying here you go you you can read this and he's oh I've got to read this and I said look you've got to do some reading this weekend count this as your as your weekend reading so he started reading. He got this guilty smile on his face. He got to the end. He went, yeah, that's quite accurate, actually. <laughs> actually, So, yeah, God, God love him. But I, um, I kind of alluded to this in the post. I really love having a teenager. And maybe, you know, maybe I'm just really lucky with Jamie and maybe reality is going to bite when, when Beth turns into a teenager, although I'm pretty certain we're there already. But teenagers get such a shitty press and I don't get it. I just don't get it. And, you know... I think there's this real thing. I read something, I don't know why I read it, but I read something where, where people were talking about not enjoying being a parent, how some people just don't enjoy being a parent in the same way that not everybody likes golf and not everybody likes going to watch West Side Story in the cinema and not everybody likes eating pick and mix, you know. We've all got things we like and we don't like and we broadly accept that my great joy in life might be someone else's worst nightmare. But with stuff like parenting, it's almost like, hey, Oh, no, 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 you will No, you will enjoy this. You'll look back on this. You'll enjoy it. It is almost a form of gaslighting. No, no, you'll miss it when it's gone. No, oh, they're only young once or, you know. And, like, it's bullshit, right? We, we've got to stop trying to convince everybody that we should all feel the same way. Personally, I've been really lucky from this stage of parenting, and I get loads and loads of joy out of it, but I'm not so fucking self-absorbed and insular i hope to think oh yeah well i love having a teenager so everybody must really enjoy having a teenager no i imagine for some people it's a fucking nightmare in the same way that still now you know i remember back all those well-meaning and it's it's usually done from somebody well-meaning going oh they're only little once you'll miss those days when they're gone and hand on heart 
I do not miss a single thing about my kids being really little. I really, really, really don't. I fucking hated those days. Despite the fact I love my kids with every atom of my being, I did not enjoy being a parent to young kids. And I, and I really, really, really dislike this narrative of, oh, you will enjoy it. And because I think there's always then this inference of, and if you didn't enjoy it, you must be a really bad parent. No, we're all different. I can't fucking stand cricket. That doesn't make me a bad person. It might not even make me a bad cricketer. It probably would. I wouldn't have a clue of at the rules. But because it's parenting, I think it's okay. And I think it's okay to be honest with your kids as well. Because you're not saying you don't love your kids. You're not even saying that you don't appreciate your kids. But it's okay to say that there's bits of parenting there's hard work, it's a bit of a slog, and you know what, some of it's a bit fucking miserable if you don't enjoy that particular stage. But the beauty and the joy of parenting, of course, is that your kids grow and they change and you grow and change, and then you get to this point, and I've said it a million times, you know, we all find our time with parenting. That I do think is very true. But yeah, this thing of teenagers getting getting a getting a bad bad press. Um I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, I, I do understand why, because I was a fucking nightmare teenager. I was so angry i was so angry all of the time so i felt so furious and so livid whereas you know i look at jamie and he's not angry he's he's just bemused life is just is just confusing jamie like with the with the test scenario whoa what test you haven't got a test mate it's all right calm down milestone yesterday for jamie he texted me yesterday morning as i was like dying in this like apocalypse style weather on the side of a football pitch watching beth um he announced yesterday he was going to bring his girlfriend home this long-term listeners will remember as a girlfriend that Beth Beth outed him over where Jamie had you know had not decided not to mention that he was seeing this particular girl which is absolutely fine so we're all entitled to our private lives unless you've got Beth as a sister and Beth basically <laughs> we picked Jamie up we've been to a match with Beth we picked Jamie up from his mates he got the car Beth's like so Jamie I hear you've got a girlfriend and Jamie's like oh what no I haven't and Beth is like well brother of my mate my my class he's told me that you've got a girlfriend and jamie's like oh yeah right oh yeah i am and beth's like and her name is and like revealed all this and he's like yeah yeah that is her he went but i've not been seeing her for very long Beth went two months two months that's how that's how long this this lad's told me poor jamie's like oh yeah it might be two months a little bit anyway he brought his girlfriend home to to meet us yesterday um she was lovely i expected expecting nothing other than that but it was clearly a big monumental occasion because <laughs> i opened the door to them and sort of jamie like pushed her through the door and went here you go here she is here she is and i was like hi hi you know come on in and stuff and chill out and uh, <laughs> then they, they weren't here for very long and then her dad was coming to pick her up so jamie walked her to the end of our road and as the door shut behind them i could hear jamie going there you go it's over it's over and done with you've done it you've done it and i was like my god are we that bad and to be fair we as in me and mr i know i need to stop talking i don't think we were that bad i did have to have a chat with beth before jamie arrived with his girlfriend because beth's like i can't wait to see jamie's girlfriend and i was like oh, okay why is why is that you just curious she went no she went i've got so many things i want to tell her about jamie i was like okay so we're not going to tell the embarrassing stories and beth went but why else is she coming back here she's coming to meet us so she's coming to say hi and get to know us you want to sit and tell embarrassing stories about jamie that's like but i really wanted to tell her that jamie used to sleep in your bed and i was like hey no, you're not going to tell that. I don't think she can. I think that's quite common for, for young children. It's not like he's sleeping on my bed now. So yeah, consequently, Beth, Beth was practically gagged. So Jamie reported back. He said, oh, he said, I thought she was going to like interview my girlfriend. But, you know, she barely said hello. I said, yeah, that's because I pretty much banned her from saying anything. Anyway, we got back from the cinema last night. And I said, oh, it was really nice to meet your girlfriend, Jamie. Thanks for bringing her over. Beth, apropos of nothing. 
Yes, but she is a bit short for my liking. What the fuck? What the fuck? Jamie laughed his head off. I mean, it's just Beth. It's just Beth. I, I, yeah, I mean, what could he say? What can he say? It's just Beth. So yeah, so that was that was yesterday's yesterday's milestone. Blimey, what an eventful start! Eventful start to the year. In between all of that, my other project this week, I've been building my Christmas present for Mister. I know I need to stop talking now. Again, long time listeners know I love Lego. I love Lego so much. And Tom Hop was showing me that like 12 months ago, I was building my Lego grand piano. It remains one of my greatest joys to this day. Absolutely love Lego. So my delight when I opened my Christmas present on Christmas Day, because alongside loving Lego, one of my other big loves, unsurprisingly perhaps, is football. And I happen to be a Liverpool supporter, have been since I was very little, despite never living in Liverpool. But there's a story behind why I'm, why I'm a Liverpool supporter. And so Mr. I Know I Need to Stop Talking had bought me Anfield, Liverpool's home ground, in Lego brick format. Very exciting. However, this is not official licensed Lego. And there's a few products out there that aren't official licensed Lego, presumably because the football club and Lego could just never quite make an agreement between them to get licensed. And I'm like, okay, that's all right. You know, non-brand is cool. Except it's not cool, is it? And you realise how fucking spoiled you are with Lego. I mean, Lego. Lego makes it clear. Lego puts, like, clear instructions on clear pages. Lego, and here is the killer. Lego sorts the bricks into different bags for each stage of your build. It's safe to say that the non-branded Anfield Lego version, not really Lego, or I'll get into trouble for saying Lego, brick version, does not do that even slightly. And that in itself wouldn't be a problem, but for two things. So the first thing that you should know is presumably to avoid being sued by Lego, this particular manufacturer has made the bricks about, I'm going to say maybe an eighth of the size of a normal Lego brick. Yeah, they're small. They are small. So not having them sorted becomes quite problematical when there's over 4,000. 4,000 of the fuckers. But here's the real killer. Here's the real killer. In their wisdom, they have decided that what's really important to prospective Anfield builders like myself is to have, I can, I'm going to charitably assume that it must be the exact shade of brown, because if it isn't, there is literally no explicable answer for this, for the bricks. And that means you have two sets of brown bricks, which, you know, if you get one of those colour charts that you can get with like the little wheel and stuff, they are like, the difference between them is minuscule as in barely visible to the naked eye. I'm literally sat there with these 4,000, 4,000 tiny bricks trying to find a one-by-one brick which is a slightly different colour to another one-by-one brick. Fucking hell, bring back the grand piano. And that was hard, that was hard work, but this is next level stuff. I mean, it's good, right? It's good to have a mental challenge and I do love Anfield and it is going to look amazing when it's finished, but fucking hell, it is taking me to the brink. So every time I... I also then bought my parents both a Lego set for Christmas. So I bought my dad. Lego have got out a new Fender guitar, which he's built. He's done a very good job. It looks fantastic. And I bought my mum a Lego bonsai tree. And my mum is not used to building Lego, which is all right. And I'm like, but, but Lego is really simple. It's like a big 3D jigsaw puzzle, basically. No, I'm just getting regular messages from her. Um, my mum doesn't swear, informing me how much she's swearing at this bloody Lego set. So it will be a test to see whether the Lego bonsai tree or Anfield non-Lego break which one of us soonest but um yes good to good to have a challenge to go kick off a year this is certainly a fucking challenge certainly a challenge so I'm gonna go and spend my Sunday evening I know recording on a Sunday again it's it's blown my mind it's because we had a bank holiday and all the days are slightly confusing and 
I had to get myself into an appropriate emotional state to go and sob hysterically at West Side Story yesterday. I'm going to spend my Sunday evening like the rock and roll influencer that I'm absolutely categorically not. I'm going to go and try out a colour catcher. I know, right? And for anybody who's wondering what the fuck, which is what I was wondering, colour catchers, this is a tip from my sister Helen. So Helen, if you're listening, you heard it here first. I'm giving it a go. I hope it works. I am very excited. So I still, at the grand old age of 40 don't really know how to do washing of clothes. I mean, I know the basics, you put it in the washing machine, but the concept of getting a white shirt actually white, or even vaguely cream is, I mean, I obviously was away one the day that that particular lesson was covered in, in adulting class. And then Helen said to me, you can get these things called colour catchers and they go in the washing machine and they're amazing. So dutifully, I trotted off one evening last week to go and buy my colour catchers and I've got them and I've just opened up the box. I mean, it's not hasn't started well because I managed to open up the box from the wrong fucking angle. So they're all falling out the edge now. But I'm assuming that that's going to be absolutely fine. So, yeah, I'm going to spend my Sunday evening putting colour catchers into my washing machine and seeing how white my washing comes out as a result. And if you if you can imagine a more rock and roll podcast out there, I think it's hard to do. Right. I think we are literally we're hitting a high for the start of 2022. We are hitting a fucking high. I hope you all have good weeks. I hope if you're using colour catches that your whites come out whiter than white. Look after yourselves, my loves. Stay safe. I will see you next week. Lots of love. Bye-bye.